Welcome to the very first episode of The Private Record, where ordinary people come to tell me their extraordinary stories. I know all of you out there have at least one amazing story. I don't care who you are. That's what this podcast is about, to get you to come on this show and tell it to me, and then to give it to the world, which is what we're doing now. It took a little while to figure out who was going to be the very, very, very first guest on the show. We've recorded quite a few episodes, uh, and we're going to be releasing all of them over the coming weeks and months. But it took a minute to figure out who was going to be the guest on this first episode. After some thinking, we all came to the same conclusion, though. We all realized there's one person, one episode that we should release first. And we think it's not only representative of the show and, and what it's all about, uh, ordinary people, extraordinary stories, but also this guy that you're about to see and hear his story, he's such an interesting character. He's, he, I mean, I know we say ordinary people. There's nothing ordinary about this guy other than the fact that he's not like some household name, some, some celebrity. He's such an interesting dude. And his story is possibly the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life, podcast or not. Just to give you a little taste, when he was 19 and homeless, he met and befriended an 86-year-old wealthy widow who he then married. Okay? That's actually just kind of like the first part of the story. Uh, so that's what's to come. Um, and I'm very happy you're here. Like I said, I'm so excited. I've been so excited for a long time. Uh, most of the episodes that you're going to see on this show, if you're watching, uh, will look something like this at the studio here that we have for the show. Um, some of them, when they come together really fast, maybe they'll take place at my home office. And actually, this episode was shot at my home office because it came together kind of fast. And I wanted to make sure we got him and got an interview with him uh, because when I got wind of what this story is, I knew this has to be on the private record. Some of you may already know this if you pay attention to my Instagram over the last few months or been listening to me on my other podcast. But one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast in the first place is because I like podcasts. I listen to podcasts all the time. But there seems to be one thing that I've been noticing more and more over the last couple of years. And it's that all of even my favorite podcasts, they're starting to sound a little bit the same, the same guests or at least the same kinds of guests famous people, remarkable people, people that are household names, telling stories that aren't really that interesting. What's in their brains is interesting. The information they have to share is really interesting, but their stories aren't always that interesting. And I kind of got bored with a lot of podcasts that I usually love to listen to over the last couple of years. This podcast is sort of a solution to that. This is my solution to that. We're starting a regular people revolution right now, right here on this podcast. We're not doing famous people. We're not doing celebrity stuff. We're doing regular people, maybe even just like you, who come on here and tell me their insane, great, amazing stories. Because every regular person I know has at least one amazing story. So if that's you, submit yourself to be a potential guest on this show, because I'll tell you what, you're perfect for it. Go to theprivaterecord.com and submit yourself as a potential guest. I can't wait to hear your story. I thank you so much. Right now, I thank you so much for listening to or watching this podcast. I'm so excited about it. Thank you for being here, and I hope you enjoy the show. Setos, we are here finally. I saw your TikTok. I'm not going to mention anything about the story yet. Usually the show is a submission show, as you know, as I told you, but 
my producer sent me your TikTok and I was like, this is the story of stories. I got to hear this thing and I got to hear it ASAP. So thank you for coming on the show, man. I'm really excited to talk to you about this. No problem. No problem. Happy to be here. Cool, man. So let's just, uh, let's get right into it then, man. Let's do it. Okay. So, um, when I was, when I was younger, uh, I was a bit of a little bit of a gangbanger, a little bit of a Detroit ruffian. Uh -oh. what they uh -oh. call okay. Me okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, uh, I was a crip. Um, <laughs> and as I was going about doing things, my mother was very mad at me for selling uh, drugs. Yes. She was like, you shouldn't be selling drugs. You shouldn't be doing that. And I was like, Mom, I don't care about what you say. You don't make enough money where you work at. I don't care. Sure. I didn't. I didn't give it. Being damn. a good mom, though. Care. Being a good mom, though. Right. Like that's mm -hmm. that's good. She was. Mom. Oh, she was a great right. mom. Okay, yeah. Great mom. Right. But um, at, when I was seventeen, I of got course. leukemia. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Um, wow. It, yeah. Of course. Yes. Of course, I got leukemia. Of course, so. everyone. <laughs> right. A right of passage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna say, of course, I wasn't gonna listen to my mom, but you're saying no, no, something um, else. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I got leukemia, and um, she was there for me like the entire thing, and. She said, you have to stop mm. after you do this because this is karma. And I oh. said, there's no shot. This is karma. Um, I'm going to keep it after I beat this leukemia because I know I'm going to. Mm. I'm going to continue doing what wow. I'm doing. Lo and behold, even in the hospital, people would come in and buy buy stuff off me and slide through. I was just, wow, I didn't dude. care. I had wow. no hair. Okay. I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care. I was vibing. <laughs> and. I, I beat it. I was uh I I was three days after my birthday. Uh, three days after my birthday, I beat it. I was like, wow. "Ooh, great birthday gift! A little bit of a belated gift, but oh, I'm yeah. happy about it." And immediately when I got home from the hospital, two days, two day, uh, immediately she was like, "We're gonna have to talk about this. We'll wait until you, you know, are able to walk again." Because I could, I had needed physical therapy because I was so weak. I was, I went from like one ninety five to ninety five pounds. I lost a hundred pounds because of all the chemo. Dude. Well, okay, yeah. so how I, tall are you? That's that's crazy. I'm, I'm five eight i was juiced i was a stacked lad i was huge right i was okay. muscular right uh, and i lost it all i lost every bit of it five that is that is some wild shit right there yeah okay y you don't realize how damaging uh leukemia it hurts hurts bad yeah but after that my mom was like all right you're all set and fine here goes five hundred dollars get the fuck out of my house no way and i was like i looked at her and i gave her five thousand dollars and said i don't need your money because i have money from selling drugs i was like yeah you do good you don't want me here that's fine i left and i was on the streets i was just immediately on the streets i had an umbrella a shopping cart and that's pretty much it like i so, had that so how short sorry but how shortly after the leukemia like how shortly after that are you on the streets now like after getting better i am i am like technically still going to physical therapy while homeless wow okay so like wow. like it was like it was like seven ish day like a week after like a week right. after got it got it she, Damn. she was happy i was alive but she wasn't happy that i was doing that and it was a very hard decision i imagined for her to make yeah um yeah. but i think she knew that i would be fine i was not um i <laughs> had what i would call in the natural human zeitgeist bad morality that okay. is what i would say when i was from like 12 to 18 Okay. When I was homeless, I had what I would call the morality of somebody that had experienced every facet of life. Because when mm. you experience life, when you mm -hmm. experience the worst parts of life, mm -hmm. you can either it, be worse with the people 
or or just give such kindness that people are baffled that you're kind in this horrifying situation. Right. That is what I had to do to live. Be kind. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I live, I live behind a bakery because every night they toss out their day oats. Right. Uh, and I would, I would eat the day oats and things like that, but throughout the day I had to live. So I would go to the hospitals and, um, in, in Toledo specifically, cause I'm in Detroit, but I would go to Toledo, take it like a, it's like a $12 ground to get Toledo. You can walk through the hospital. Just walk through it. So you would go to Toledo specifically to do this? Yes, to go to okay. the, ho- the hospital. It was okay. worth it because right. they would, all the old people there, they'd leave out their pills. I could take them and sell them. They would leave out their food. That's free food. They had a shower inside the room so I could bathe. You know, I got to make sure I was clean just in case I wanted to apply for a job. Well, okay. So real quick, just because this, this part's super interesting to me already. So mm-hmm. Do they, do they, like the people at the hospital, the, the patients, do they know you at all when you're coming in and going? Are you doing this like on the sly? How's this work? There was no, there was no visiting hours. Oh. So okay. when I first started, I had gone into younger patients' rooms and used their stuff and ate their food. But then mm. I realized old people have no one. Right. Nobody wants to speak to old people because they're fucking old. Yes. So I just start talking to them. And they knew mm. me because of that. They were like, oh, you're the guy that wants to talk. Let me tell you, young buck, about this story I had when I was young. You got nice, you got nice hair. Because I, I was getting my hair back. I, I remember it was all gone because of chemo. Right. So I started getting my hair back. And I had like a little small cut. And I was trying to get a high top fade at the time. Mm. So I had like a little small high top fade. And they would give me like um, $5, $10 here or there. The, the, the most I ever got was $111 from an old Arabic guy. Very nice. That's a lot of money, though, you know. It oh, back back then that was right. crazy. That was crazy. Right. I think nowadays it'd be like four hundred dollars. Right, inflation. right. <laughs> so wait, what? Okay, yeah. So what year is this then? Year is this? What? So I am eighteen. I'm twenty seven now. Like, what is that? Like twenty twenty fourteen, right? Twenty fourteen ish. Yeah, like twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, around that range. Okay. And I had to stay in the hospitals because my birthday is in August. It was getting cold. It was the fall. It was getting fall. It was right. getting really cold. Um, and then it, it starts snowing, uh, in the Midwest nowadays, it doesn't snow that much, but back then it snowed like crazy. We'd get mm. level twos every other day. And I was like, this is horrible. Right. So I would stay in the hospital and I met this old guy and he said, his name was Roscoe. Roscoe said to me, he said, there's an old lady over there. Nobody ever visits her. You know, mm. I, I'm leaving soon. So if you need somebody else to bother, you go over there and talk to her. And I go speak to her, and I think in the story I gave her, her name was Margaret. I'm just going to, for the sake of her name, and just because I still love her, <laughs> just mm-hmm. strangely, uh, I'm going to refer to her still as Margaret. Okay. Margaret, um, I spoke to her. First time I spoke to her, there is such a feeling of speaking to somebody that has such experience to them. Mm. It's gross. It's mm. a gross feeling to feel so small towards somebody that is weaker than you, but it has so much wisdom. And and there's a subtle difference between intelligence and wisdom. Intelligence is how fast you pick up something. Yep. Wisdom is the experience of which you're able to give in a way that everybody can understand. That's Mark- a really interesting <laughs> thing, actually. The, the specifically about them being old and decrepit, but feeling small in the face of their wisdom. That that's a fa- I've actually never once heard or thought that, but I totally relate to that it like immediately registers with me i totally get what you're saying yeah and 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 the reason i and i'm so young and i sound like this and things of that nature is strictly because of margaret Mm. the reason i'm able to articulate my speech and able to vindicate my feelings in this aspects 
even while I speak in this manner, mm-hmm. Margaret taught me so much. She taught me about the futility of life, about the boredom mm-hmm. of marriage when she was married previously. She taught me so much. I learned everything about her life. The reason she was there wasn't some, oh, she was weak. She was, she was very fit, very fit mm-hmm. old lady. The reason she was there was because her natural organs were naturally just giving out. That's just right. how She's life just happens. Old age, senescence, mm-hmm. right? So she's, how, how old is she again, you said? Now, I said 90 in the story. Okay. She was 86. Uh, 90's just more of a buzzard to Also, dude, 86 is basically 90. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, like, if you round up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, she's 86, and she was, she, she uh, after uh, like two weeks of hanging out with her every day, because I, I wouldn't even go to the bakery, because she would just give me half her food, and I was just having fun chilling with her. So, your friendship with her is instant. You guys are it, just getting along right away. I am, it, it is very hard to genuinely hate my presence because i'm such a fun presence i i honestly i've only known you for about five minutes now i can vouch for that so far so i get it <laughs> i get that so far okay because and and i i explained her she she, I, she was always talking about her life she asked about my life and she said to me something i had never heard in my life she said i think that you are an omen to existence because you are the only person I've ever met where you don't, you don't let life happen to you. You let you happen to life. Mm. And I'm like, what? And I was like, think about what you've done. And she, mm. and I, I explained to her how I got here. Cause I'm not, I'm not even from America. I'm not from America. Where I was, you from? Born, I was born in Egypt. Wow. Like my, my dad's from St. Lucia. He's Barbadian, like Barbados and things mm. of that nature. And my mother, she's from Egypt. She's Arabic. And I was, I came over here after because my parents initially they couldn't raise me so they left mm. me with my older brother mm. and i explained to her all my life explained like every facet of my life she was like it is a miracle that you are alive right and i was like thank you i i, I just i just assumed this is how life went for most people just it's naturally tragedy and through tragedy because comedy to me is tragedy plus time yes right. so yeah. i i felt like my life was a very interesting comedy to most people it's interesting though what you're saying because there are, uh, you if you're lucky you get to know a handful of people like you that you're describing such as yourself and it's true that everything you're saying from Margaret's point of view about you but I it makes sense that you especially when you're 18 you just think well this is just what life is like you don't have that perspective yet but that 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 I feel lucky to know the handful of people like that that I do and you're right that there's not that much awareness on their part. It's part of it's part of what makes them so special, kind of people like you in that way. Like you don't even have that awareness of you that being that way. You know, that's very cool. Yeah. And 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 that and that similar aspect, we we began to just you know exchange stories. It was like two old sailors having a, a time of their lives at the end of their <laughs> days on the ship. It was just so fun <laughs> to experience this with her. And then one day she said. You know, my grandchildren want all my money. And I said, oh, interesting. Uh, why? She was like, I'm owed money. Are you? She's mm. like, yeah. And she was, holy shit. She was rich as fuck. Oh, my God. Oh. She was stupid rich. It was dumb. Oh. like Oh, it was, so this it, is a rich person. This isn't yeah. even just like someone with some things. No, not not someone with like throughout the life of their thing. No, she's like loaded. Like she's Whoa. money. And, and you didn't, but you didn't know this at all at first, right? No, I had no fucking clue because right, right, right. she's in a hospital gown. Right. She's just old. I'm just like, no rings, no way to, to right. tell. That, totally. And she didn't give an air of haughtiness that you know, mm. most rich people I know had at the time. Totally. 
Yeah. And I was like, all right, that's fair. And then she was like, she looks me dead in the eyes and says, marry me. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> so she goes from in the same conversation, the same breath about her grandkids and that, that they want her money. And then she says, basically just straight up proposes to you. Yes. Wow. And I'm like, that's uh, fucking crazy. Wow. Okay. I was like, I'm 18. I'm just like, is that legal? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, good question. Yes. Okay. And she said, yeah, you're 18, right? And I'm right. like, yeah. And she was like, if you marry me, you can get all I have. And I'm like, all you have? And she said, I don't want you to suffer because you're going to be somebody great. And I'm like, oh. Whoa, <laughs> Whoa and, dude. Because whenever I explain this to somebody, they're always just like, you exploited an old lady or she was a predator or something crazy like that. Right. I'm like, it is much deeper than you could ever fathom. Right. It is so much more. It was her not wanting to her give her grandchildren things they didn't deserve mm -hmm. because her grandchildren never visited her. They always mm -hmm. talked down to her. They always belittle her. And this goes into a bit of a political statement, but just hear me out. Mm -hmm. Her grandchildren, one of her grandchildren was non-binary. Mm -hmm. And they and her her the grandma, she couldn't uh remember all the time that it wasn't uh because uh, she was the non-binary person was biologically a woman could not legitimately remember the pronouns all the time every right. single time that the grandma would margaret in this case would always say oh my beautiful granddaughter right of course yeah. immediate argument it would make her blood pressure wow. rise yes wow 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 so they didn't have any understanding of the fact that she's old and might not be able to even grasp Re this new mm -hmm. lingo let alone her brain might be getting softer and that's okay yeah. yeah, and it was so it was just the abuse that was put on towards an old person, and and at first, to be quite on, honorable with you, I didn't want to do it at first until mm. I thought about it, until I legitimately. So yeah, what is your initial? What is your initial, very initial feeling about her proposition? Uh, no, you're old. Right, which is totally. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what anybody would think. You know, what I mean, like, of course, you're 18. She's gonna. She's you know, like we're yeah. rounding up. She's 90. 90. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, eh. and then I think about it for literally 10 seconds. And I think about where the fuck I'm at. Mm -hmm. I'm not visiting somebody. I'm living in a hospital room. A hundred percent. And then after 10 seconds, I'm like, you know what, actually? Yeah. Let, let's get married. <laughs> she checks so you don't sleep on it. You don't no, sleep on it. You're no, no, right. okay. not at all. No, I, I didn't have time. I'm homeless. I have no time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I don't get that luxury. <laughs> <laughs> so after after that, she's just like, okay. After two days, I'm gonna check out. And two days pass, and she checks out. And we go down to the municipal court in Toledo because that's where I got married. Municipal wow. court in Toledo. And we just, it was like I think like one fifty maybe one fifty dollars to get like the license and stuff like that. It mm -hmm. wasn't that much. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have a wedding. Nothing like mm -hmm. that. I thought to get married, you had to have a wedding. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I mean, you're 18, dude. No, I didn't know shit when I was 18. Yeah, I can totally. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So I ended up, um, we ended up going back to her house and it is like nothing how I envisioned it would be. You, when you hear, when you, when you think of like money and richness and things of that nature, you just envision this big, amazing, immaculate house. Mm. Just, it was like a hoarder's house. Oh, or, cats and dogs there was lizards it was it was, just, it was everything was there everything 
And I wow. was like, wow. And I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. So wait, let me, let me pause you for just a second. Do you know, like how much do you know about Margaret's life before you up to this point? by the time you're getting to the house do you know everything about her her marriage all the details or you don't know like, everything what's, you know everything okay and i i uh, she was married to a guy named robert havis robert uh she she died uh, 30 years ago so when um like she was like 56 she, he died okay. and she had been alone that entire time she had not sought out to go dating apps or anything of that nature she oh. uh, she didn't know about the internet because 30 years ago that we didn't barely have right internet. yeah okay like, yeah like, fair so she was just like very out of everything. She still had a flip phone. Um. So she's just slowly, basically slowly dying after her husband dies mm -hmm. and has nobody. This whole Nothing. Time. She, she literally all she did like every day, she went to go get a Starbucks coffee that had a, uh, it was, it was a chai coffee thing. And mm -hmm. after that, uh, she would always say to the person, oh, I forgot to ask for cinnamon. Could you put cinnamon on top? <laughs> and that was just her thing. That was right. genuinely her thing. Because uh, then you didn't have to pay for the cinnamon. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, oh wow, okay. I thought she was just being cute, trying to no, be no, friends just... with somebody, but she actually just wanted to not pay for the cinnamon. Okay, she's being sly as hell. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so after all that, um, and I learned. I learned so much. I, I learned. Uh, mm. I learned that she, um, her mother was from Poland. I learned that. Okay. I, I learned that her dad was an American warrior, uh, like like an army man. Wow. Um, I learned that um, her uncle was a Klansman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whoa okay oh wow okay yeah this is it gets it's gonna get a lot more fun that remember that clansman aspect because it gets funner the later this gets when i explain in more detail about why that's important oh i'm not gonna forget that detail but yeah let's go okay yeah <laughs> so yeah. and he was a cyclops if you don't know what a cyclops is uh not a guy with one eye he was a recruiter mm. for the kkk because the kkk use very D, &D terms when they do oh. things oh Grand Wizard, Grand Dragon, that's what they use. Yes, okay, I've heard that. I've heard the Grand Wizard thing. What is a Cyclops then? They recruit people. They recruit people for the KKK. Okay. That's what, it's like the, the Cyclops you keep an eye out. Like. Right, right, okay. That, I mean, from my understanding. I mean, I maybe, I want to point out, maybe I just want to point out, that's from my understanding. That's right. what no, I that may That does follow the train of thought though. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. So we start living together, and I first three days I clean her entire fucking house. I clean up all the cat hair, every I clean up every facet of her house, everything. I clean up all of it. Mm -hmm. So after just enjoying um, her company, we're just you know I she had the fireplace. It's it's a very big house. It's two point five bathroom, four bedroom house. It's a huge fucking house. Um, finished basement. This is, it was this huge. is in Toledo or outside yeah, Toledo? Like it's in Toledo in a place specifically. If you've ever lived in a city, you know when you go further into a city, it gets into another city. Yes, it was specifically in Savannah, Ohio. Okay, because there's Toledo and people consider Toledo, Maumee, Savannah, that area just the same. They just okay. consider it. Got the you. Same. Got you. Got you. So I was like, all right, cool, um, nice house. After it was cleaned, it looked immaculate. The cats, I groomed them and done all that stuff. I had to wear a mask. I took a lot of like allergy medication when I was around the cats. It was insane. Damn. So, and then she said, well, and this is where the story gets fun. She said, mm. well, I haven't been touched in many years. And I'm like, oh, for sure. Yeah, let's fuck. So I didn't even question it. I, did, I was like, yeah, for sure. I hadn't gotten pussy in like six months. I was like, run it. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to pause you for a second on this one. So she, she hasn't been physical romantically with anybody since her husband died. Right. 
she had hired a male prostitute okay. thir- 13 years prior to meeting me, but that was not what she wanted. It was not, she was, she wanted a mental, physical connection. Right. That was for pay. That's just like purely a uh, mm-hmm. physical thing. She hasn't been with someone romantically for 13 years. Correct. Obviously you're her husband now. So she broaches the subject with you. Now, mm-hmm. let me ask you this though. This is what I really want to ask you. <laughs> was this in your mind at all? Like, cause you know, at this point, you're in the house, you're married, you're, you kind of, I'm assuming have some kind of routine somewhat, at least what, what, like, are you thinking about this yet? Like, are you guys kissing? Like, are you guys touching? Like, are you at this stage at all yet? Or is this out of the blue? Like what, where are you guys with that? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to point this out. Her body was not that of an old lady's. It was fit. She worked out. It was fit. Oh it, wow! Okay, like it—it it had like a little bit of wrinkles to it, but it didn't have the sagginess of old that most is attributed to. It was very fit, very tight okay. skin, tighter skin than I was used to. It was as if it's like a thirty-year-old woman with one kid that doesn't work out. That was where her skin was at. Wow, she's doing good for eighty-six. Going really on good, Damn. really like eating healthy because she's she's rich, so she can eat healthy. She has that luxury. So I'm looking at her. I'm so had, these... you guys hadn't even kissed yet, like at this point. Oh, we kissed. We okay, kissed. okay, okay, okay. We kissed. Okay, got it, got it, got it. We had, we had made out. She was she was got she it. took she got she took out like um she had like partial dentures like partial teething. So right. she uh she took out a few of her teeth. It felt great to kiss somebody with no teeth. It was actually insane. I, that is mad interesting, actually. Yeah, I I mean that teeth get in the way. You yeah, know? and if there's no teeth, it feels way better. It's just wow. wetter and nicer. And I can think of other things too, but I'll ask. Yeah, and he knows yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> so I had I had we we had kissed we had made out and stuff like that. And the sloppy that I received mm. was the most diabolical. The head <laughs> that I got, it changed, it, it shifted my magnetic plates. It messed up my core being. I came at such a velocity. It was right. so nuts. I was like, whoa. I, right. I, I thought I would never be able to experience this level of ecstasy in my all of my days. So what is like, okay, so... You are now 18, 19, whatever you mm-hmm. you're, are you attract? Like, are you attracted to her? Like in a physical way? I know you are obviously like emotionally, mentally and all that, but like physically, the thing I'm getting at is that it's like for a man to engage sexually, you, you kind of have to be somewhat attracted to the person uh, in right? anyone. I think even women too. Right. Yeah. Like, no, totally. Cause you I'm have saying to... the, the literal mechanism of the mm-hmm. sexual organ, like, like so you you this is someone you find attractive enough certainly to engage in sexual activity with she had a fat ass okay so that's a, <laughs> yes. that's a hell yes okay cool. i was like like on a, on a very realistic note crazy ass um okay this is titty, cool i mean this titty, is amazing titties had a, I was like titties had a little bit of hang time but i think now even in this day and age i enjoy titties with hang time because if i'm laying next to like your stomach and a titty falls in my mouth that's just a bonus okay so 86 years old there's no way there's no hang Oh, anyway. there's Hank. There's yeah, Hank. Right. She, has, she got kids. Yeah, there's Hank. Uh, right. Okay. So she's yeah. got kids. She got decades on her. Mm. So, but she's doing well for that. So, so she goes down on you. And is it, is the teeth, the teeth are out? Oh yeah. Teeth, teeth are out. And it's, it's so like. So is that the, part of what's going on in terms of the enjoyment? Oh my God. Yeah. It's gotta be right. Yeah. It's, it's like a, like a Swiffer vacuum of suckage. Right. Nuts. It's just like, it's like almost like it's made to do such a thing at that mm-hmm. point. Right. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Wow. Okay. So you're wow. So it's like just th- 
no caveat. It's just good. It's just amazing, actually. It, it was. I was. I had fucked so much prior because I was. I was a crip. I had fucked so much prior because I would just. Uh -huh. You know, we we. N niggas love fucking. It's a very realistic <laughs> statement. We, we we love it. it <laughs> well, dude. Like, I mean, I do too. So I get it. You know. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That, that's just the nigga in you. But um. It's <laughs> <laughs> Never thought of it that way. But sure. Yeah. All right. But oh, it's it's the it's like uh, in Detroit. It's just like we we'd host parties and then we'd have like three girls there and we'd all sleep with the girl. All of us in the house. We'd all sleep with the girl. That's kind of how it was. But and so that how was... old were you? But wait, sorry, just one go last ahead, question about ahead. that. Like. How, how long had you been having sex at this point? Because you were obviously experienced for how many years now at this point? Uh, get ready for this one. Uh, okay. My father, the instant I got in America when I was eight, uh, was so scared of me being homosexual that he was like, we need to find you some pussy. And he encouraged me getting a girlfriend when I went to a school called a Rosary Cathedral. It was a Catholic school. I had oh. met an Arabic girl, uh, ended up sleeping with her when I was eight and she was nine. Oh, I mean, that's a whole other story, but okay. We're not going to get into any details on that because I'm scared of that one. But wow. Okay. So you've been, you've been literally sexually active for 10 years. At 10 this years. Point. Yeah. Okay. 10 years. Uh, I was so there. you know I, what's going on. Yeah. I did every girl for four years. We slept throughout the entire thing. And then after I was, I was 12 years old, I was like, I can, I can get some pussy. So, and then, yeah. um, at, at that, at that point I had been sleeping with like guys and girls at the point. Cause I didn't really see a distinction. Sure. I didn't really see it. I was like, this guy wants to give me ass. That's free. Mm, right. And I'm, I'm purely, I'm what's called a whole sexual. That's not a real thing. Uh, it just means I like holes. <laughs> you just want to, you want to yeah. fuck. Yeah, I just want holes. I just, yeah, I just want holes. Right. Um, whole sexual. H-O-L-E. Yes, okay. Yeah, Got yeah, it. yeah. And so, right. <laughs> you know what's up. And so, <laughs> <laughs> I proceeded to, um, I, I was I was attracted to her. She had nice ass. And her ass was like very like. You, you okay there's girls that work out and they have like mm -hmm. a fit ass and it doesn't mm -hmm. feel as good as a girl with a little bit of a non-fit ass where it's a bit jiggly that yep. feels better okay got you that I, is I what i was exactly what you talk about yeah mm -hmm. that's what yeah. i was experiencing and yeah. i it was it was nice it was good whew. okay so this is you're having sex you're sexually engaging with her in a mm -hmm. number of ways and across the board you're just enjoying it so so tell me if i'm wrong this is just like despite the age difference just like a good relationship. Oh, it's great. We, it, it, there is usually, there's, and even in the honeymoon phase, there's moments of boredom. Right. When you don't know. Sure. Because, because she had so many years and because I had so much to talk about, there was never a moment of uh, silence. And a lot of people don't really grasp um, what good silence is between bad silence. Mm -hmm. There's good silence, obviously, where you're yes. just comforted in the expression of another person's just totally. aura. Mm -hmm. there was no silence period wow. because there was so much that we would stay up to four in the morning, like giddy little teenage school girls talking about one direction. We were always just having conversations. It was that fun. Dude. So, okay. So how, like, I know you're not her, so you can't speak for her, but like, how like happy is this woman? Like, cause you're describing you and I'm, understanding your experience having been an 18 year old and what that might be like i'm imagining it but at, i can't even fathom what her experience is like like how happy is she that she's we, able to experience this now we went to we we took a plane out to pennsylvania around like four days into our marriage and uh -huh. we were we were hiking and halfway through the hike she like stopped like, like a small hill thing and we saw some amish people pass us by 
and she stopped and she just started crying and i was like what's wrong and she said i never thought in my the the, the end days of my life would be this fulfilling i thought i was just going to die alone i'm so happy that you get to experience this with me and i get to experience this with you and that i i'm not a horrifically emotional person uh, right. that that shook me to fucking tears i was That's... so it hurt it was so nice that is heavy serious shit like as funny as this story is and as crazy as it is <laughs> it's it's even almost even crazier that there's this like relatable element that it's just like two people meeting and falling in love despite i mean here's my other question what about other people in her life or your life that you tell like that find out about this that learn about this what are people saying to you or to her about what's going on um when when I was when I was speaking to my other homeless friends, they were happy that I had a place. Um, right, when I speak right. to my, uh, at one point I didn't have like Facebook essentially at this time or nothing like sure. that. I didn't have like a a great uh, social media in that aspect. But the friends that I did encounter from like school and things of that nature, they would hear about my life and they'd be like, "Oh, well, she's like a predator." And I'm like, "No," mm. because I I tried to explain the situation. And people when when people have an idea, it's like speaking to a very staunch vegan. When they have an idea of something it is very hard to convince them of yeah. the opposite yeah it is it is because when they when someone gets an initial idea in their head they have to be presented with indisputable evidence that it is the opposite or else they are not going to believe it that is just how humans work right so people come at you and they just know that you are being it's predation it's like she's taking advantage of you and mm -hmm. wow Okay. And, and then and then yeah. and then there's a, there's another aspect to it where where I went to a there's a bar uh called the Attic in Toledo mm. downtown. They would talk to me and I would tell them about this and they I don't drink or anything like that. I would just go to the bar and hang out with drunk people. And <laughs> they would they would be like, "Oh, dude, you're going to get a fucking bag. This is the dream." What? Right. You right. get an old lady and she's going to die soon? Oh my wow. shit. So everybody wow. was just like, "Yeah, that was kind of and what, so do you know what people were telling like I'm, I'm if her grandkids want her money i'm assuming right mm -hmm, like yeah. this is something so what are they saying to her about you the grandkids yeah i only experienced the grandkids at her death and that i'll oh. get to that but i only experienced their grandkids they didn't they, they didn't they did not want to deal with her they why she was alive they waited until she died so they thought probably that they were just going to get her mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. oh wow okay we we, we wow. had changed her we had changed her will to put me in it and we had done everything in our powers to make sure I got everything. Whoa. So they had no idea. No basically. Clue. Okay. No clue. Okay. Got it. So, uh, we, we, after, after the Pennsylvania trip, things of that nature, mm -hmm. we ended up going like, we did so much. It was mm -hmm. insane. We, we had took a, we had took a plane trip to what the fuck was it? The Philippines. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how cheap the Philippines was. <laughs> okay. It, Fifty cent gets you like thirty meals, dude. It's fucking crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've never been. And we're 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 like we're like sucking and fucking everywhere. And, and yeah. I know it sounds crazy. We're just like she's just like I want to. She's like, can we fuck over there? I'm like, yeah, we can fuck over there. And she's like, we're wow. gonna we're gonna rent out a hotel. And we're gonna we're gonna get two different rooms. We're gonna fucking each room and get it dirty. I'm just like, oh fuck yeah. We're just having dude, so much fun. It's not so and, much fun. You guys and, are and, basically <laughs> two 19 year olds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's wild. Dude, yeah. We're like two rich 19 year olds. I'm just wine <laughs> and dine. It's so fun. Wow. <laughs> and, Crazy. And after that, after that whole experience, after that whole fun experience, um, we we had learned so much about each other, and mm -hmm. uh, a month had passed. And this is this is like it was getting cold outside, so we had gone like like skiing, 
and we had gone like sledding and we had mm. learned so much we everything i learned so much that, and there's there's a i don't know if you've ever been like a young guy and slept with an older woman and just learned that you didn't know how you how to fuck oh yeah <laughs> but i mean i gotta say nothing like that age but when i i remember specifically in my early 20s i was very into like late 40s early 50s women and i didn't I was just attracted to them until I actually slept with any. I didn't realize exactly what you just said. Where you're just like, oh, I knew some things for someone who's 20, whatever. Yeah. But like, I didn't know shit, you know? Uh, and that is actually part of the fun for them, which I had no idea about until I experienced it. They like get to teach you. And it's like, it's like you're like their little toy or something, you know, in a as, good way, but not, you know, nobody's I, I think as, as women get older and lose that natural ability to have children, they become mm -hmm. more mannish. They become more man-like because a lot of older men, they want a virgin so they can fold them and mold them and teach them the things that they know. That's kind of like the experience it's true. of manhood. Men do that for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's, yeah. And that's just the dichotomy. And it's, it, and I had learned so much. She had taught me how to eat pussy. She had taught me how to eat ass. She had taught Damn. me like everything, every, I had learned everything. And, and, and this is after, after she died like that, when I slept with somebody else, they had immediately fallen in love with me because of the sex. <clears throat> I had, I had gained such a sexual power. Right. It was insane. I, I had wow. become a, I had become in some ways narcissistic with it because of how right. much I could control people with it at that point. But, so you just feel like feeling it to the maximum, mm -hmm. like inside yourself with her as well, between the two of you. Wow. Okay. It was yeah. beautiful. Wow. And like um after um after that after that whole thing uh another uh, the, at the end of the month it was cold outside we had gone sledding and things of that nature and she told me the most tragic fucking story this sticks with me with my whole soul and i, I think about this all the time she had went to the fridge where she had two fridges she went to the fridge and she had um just stared at a can of pepsi like for like seven minutes did hmm. she put it back and i was like why'd you just that was, that was are you possessed why'd you do yeah, that that's she odd. was like yeah she was like well um my previous husband used to always drink my pepsi all the time and it's still there and i'm like oh and then she said and, and it's something i didn't realize until i had experienced her death you don't get initially sad when someone dies. You don't mm. get that initial. That doesn't. It does, that's that, for most people, it's not like an immediate gut reaction. Mm -hmm. Usually, it happens when you see the body or when you when you right. talk about them while they're like things like that danger. But at the funeral, for a lot of people too, and you're not weird if this happens to you. You don't even cry at the funeral. Mm. It isn't until you do something mm. that they were a part of mm. that they're no longer there for. That is when it hits you. Yeah. That is the and that is the grossest and it doesn't leave. Yeah. Your entire life, it never leaves. Right. Yeah. And then she had told me, she had told me, she said, he didn't die of natural causes. And I said, How did he die? He was shot. And I was Holy like, Oh, shit. by who? And she said, By some niggas. <laughs> and like <laughs> Come on! And she and she's she's a white lady. I want to point this out. She's a white I, lady. I honestly she, I can't believe I haven't asked that. But yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she just looks at me and she says, "Buy some niggas," and and I'm just <sighs> and I don't think anything of it. I didn't feel any racial anger because I think at that moment I vastly understood that to her 
there was an intrinsic difference between black people and niggas. Niggas. Yeah. Like That's niggas like are like Chris Rock it, sketch or somebody has a sketch exactly mm-hmm. like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, okay. That's the, the, interesting. The, the, Had she yeah. used that term before around you ever? No. Oh wow. It, it it was like in that aspect, she wanted to specifically state that these were gang bangers. These were like okay. people that didn't care about the life of their fellow man, niggas. So she kind of knew with you that you would understand there was like a shorthand situation. She wasn't like being overtly racist. She was no, communicating no, with you. I think I think I think this is just a personal preference of mine. I think racism took they they, they took the sting out of the word mm. because ra- I've met racists. Right. Right. Like I, I've met Klansmen, I've met Nazis, I've met racists. Right. If someone, if a white guy says nigga to me, like, what's up, my nigga? That's not racism. Mm. That's just a subtle, that's him trying to express that he views me as a comrade. That's sure. what he's doing. That's what I yeah. feel. That's interesting, yeah. Because if there's no hate behind your words, like if I say that bitch, or if I say bitch, right, there's a right, big right. difference. Definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and when when she said that, she said that as a way of me understanding what she was using it, and I understood that. That's what it felt. Interesting, interesting. So, okay. so after that, and I had learned that story, and I and she she just she didn't cry about it or anything like that. She just it was a subtle like wry smile, a sadness mm. to her that you could feel in her eyes, you could feel it in her aura, you could feel it in her walk. After that, it was very it was very subtle. But you, if you, I had known her for quite some time, and I could tell the subtle differences. I knew her mannerisms, hmm. and after that. Um, we went to Chuck E. Cheese. Um, uh, we we went to like all these. I went to Dave and Buster's. Um, so how long is this? Like you guys at this around now in the story? How long would you say you guys have been living together? Thirty-seven days. Oh, this is brief. This is very brief. <laughs> like like at the at the time, yes, yeah, thirty-seven days. The last the last twenty-three-ish days, you could tell that she was getting at the tail end of her life. And how? So you obviously, as you just said, you know the way she is when she's alive and living. You know mm-hmm. her mannerisms. You know her deeply. It's been a brief period, but you've gotten to know her extremely well over this period of time. So mm-hmm. what are the signs that allow you to know this? That she's sort of slowly or quickly expiring now? Every day, she would wake up. She would hit 27 push-ups and do 100 jumping jacks. When The one day she didn't do that... Uh-huh. I was like, are you okay? She was like, yeah, I'm just, I just need to take a hot shower. And she huh. took a cold shower instead. And she said, this water is burning. And I touched it and it was cold as shit. And oh, I was like, we need, I was like, do you want to go to the hospital? And she said, no. If I'm going to die, and if this is my last days, let them be with you. Whoa. And more than likely, if we went to the hospital, she, we probably could have been married for six months, maybe even a year. Oh. But she just wanted to to for the quant for the quality to be better than the quantity that's what she wanted and wow. cause she she had lived already a long life i think when you get close to the, that age you just are like i can die now like i feel yeah. like when you get that old you can just back and die <laughs> i mean i've definitely heard people at that age talk like that where it's like i'm ready to go don't intervene if this and happens or that happens you know like i guess i can't say i can obviously relate but i i totally feel like i get that like at a certain point you're just ready it also sounds like this Margaret is, has been extremely happy with you and probably was extremely unhappy in the hospital. Why the fuck would she want to go back? She's yeah, here I, with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no reason to go back to the hospital yeah. like at all. Yeah. She was, yeah. So we ended up, um, I dyed her hair pink. 
Damn. <laughs> like I, I did her hair dye stuff like that. We went we went to a gay bar. She made out <laughs> with some girls. I made out <laughs> with some guys. It was so fun. We just had such a it was such a full lived last days. We had done everything that she felt like she wanted to do. And it was so sad. The end of it, she was like, you know, I've never been to Disney World. Mm. And I said, really? And this is seven days before her death. Wow. And she's like, would you like to go to Disney World? And I'm like, we can get a plane ticket. She said, let's go right now. And I'm like, okay, sure. Fuck it. We paid like $2,000 for a first class ticket to go to Disney World. We were there in Epcot, Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, all in <laughs> one day. We did all three of those. And then she was like, I want to go to the Tomorrowland. I want to see the houses. And she was like, you know how old people lie? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And she said, I want to tell a bold lie to a young person that I met Walt Disney and sucked his dick. <laughs> 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 and i said oh and so throughout disney world she just kept telling like like people in their 20s that you know i sucked walt disney's dick bro this <laughs> woman straight up sounds like one of the funniest coolest people i've ever heard of in my life she was great dude whoa what a rad human being damn when when you take away the shades of somebody, when you take away that layer they put up to hide that esoteric eccentric part of somebody, when yeah. you when you do things without any political correctness, without any like spite in your nature, you get a true person. Yes. And that's what I got. Yeah. Damn, man. I mean you're also describing something, you know, you sort of facilitated this this like person to really be extremely happy for what, like the last two months of her life. Mm. I mean, there's your experience, which sounds like it was beautiful in its own right that you will live with forever. But there's also like, you get to also live with the knowledge that you met her at that time that you could do that for her. Like, how does that make you feel? I, this is gonna sound really psychotic, but hear me <laughs> out. Yeah, okay. I do not get any vindication for doing kindness because that is truly kind. I do not I, feel yes. good. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel good when I do a kind act. It's just what I'm supposed to do. Totally. But it's not even kindness that I'm talking about, though. Like, <laughs> you met her at a time. It just, like, you, here's what I'm trying to say. You mm -hmm. loved this woman, and yeah. you got to meet her before she went off of this earth. And the fact that you love her and you were able to provide her with this is, like, a genuinely beautiful thing. And... Uh, the, it, you, you could say, I could say, honestly, I could honestly say, I'd have to think about it, but I really do think this off the top of my head. What you're telling me is like the craziest story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that is, this is all crazy. 19 and 90, like the beauty of the relationship that developed, like the, 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 the rant sort of randomness in the way that it came together. Like this is a fucking crazy story, man. You know, and the fact that it's also beautiful on top of that is really, really something. You know, this, this is the this is the craziest thing about the story. This isn't even the top ten craziest things that have ever happened in my life. Not even. Top I mean, 10. you're gonna have to come back on the show then, dude, because <laughs> I, I gotta have to take your. You know, like I, 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 I so far so good. But this yeah, is, all right. This so is just the, I mean, this is a small, like essentially three, four month chapter right. of my life. This is like me homeless. This is just a small. Right, 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 right. 
But uh, um, okay, so Disney Disney World. Disney okay. World. After, after that, um, people start complaining about the old lady, and she's just she act like she had Alzheimer's, and she was oh. like, "What are you talk? I don't remember." What are you talking about? That's a good about? card. That's a good card to play, dude. That's <laughs> and I, good. And I, I came up to her and I was like, I'm sorry, this I'm, I'm watching her. I'm her caretaker. And I would come up, we'd walk away every time. And we'd giggle like schoolgirls uh. every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It was so fun. Oh, That's good. wild. And then, and then we, um, we, we left Disney World. And then on the plane right back, she was incredibly hot. Like, she was just burning up. And mm. she was like... I want to go see a redwood tree. And I'm like, what? Whoa. Where are the redwood trees? I was like, I, I don't know. I don't have any information about botany. She was like, <sighs> okay. All right. I'll, I'll find a way. She's on, she's on Amazon trying to find a redwood tree. She couldn't find it. And I, she was like, she was like crying, just insanely crying. And I was like, why are you crying? And she said, my daughter loved redwood trees. And she just like, gets in a ball and starts crying and i'm Whoa. like what happened to your daughter and yeah, she said yeah she's in alaska and i'm like oh what is she doing there hunting and i'm like okay all right and i just she like it's like i'm speaking to a different person like somebody get yeah. into her body at this point she's just like lay with me hmm. and i'm like okay for 27 hours i lay in bed 27 hours we lay in bed we're watching the french prince of bel-air family matters we're watching all these shows and this is really tragic and this is i shouldn't have done this and i feel like i shouldn't have done this i showed her one piece which is an anime and okay. one piece is incredibly long this is incredibly long one i know anime. it i've never seen it but i know it yeah it's not over and she was she wanted to see the end of one piece even nine, nine, well, not nine, but yeah, yeah, nine ish years later, it's not over. <laughs> right. And this is really strange. Once a year around Christmas, I go to her grave and I just tell her like a recap summary of One Piece. Wow. <laughs> and it, it does, it, um, I just probably can't even hear it, but I just do it just because, and it, it makes me feel good. <laughs> That's really interesting, man. That's really interesting. Uh, so the 27 hours and then is this her dying? Is this what's happening right now? Correct. She okay. is, she is dying. She is, this is, this is like end all be all. She is, I, I, I watch like I did, I went to bed and I didn't realize she had died. Oh, wow. And I, and I had, I, at the time I had a nausea. I couldn't smell or taste anything. I had no sense of it. So she avoided her bowels like her eyes had deflated like like she was dying like mm -hmm. she was legit she was dead and i was holding her hand and it was cold and it was i never like watching something go from alive to dead was so fucking traumatic mm. i was not essentially i had watched people get shot and die i had watched that but i hadn't hold i hadn't held her hand i hadn't loved them i hadn't experienced intimate moments like that with them this mm -hmm. was shocking this broke me to my core it broke it broke something mechanical in me i think purely mechanical Dude, and i had begun is... to it was yeah. horrifying okay yeah man i mean that's <laughs> just i got lost listening to you on that that is that is truly intense and 
Yeah, sad. I mean, so sad. Yeah. Damn. And, so what do and you even do? Like, I, what happens I, now? I waited. I waited like three days. And I had, um, I had just held her hand. I didn't eat. I didn't move. I pissed myself like three times. Whoa. And I just waited. I was just I just stood there like this holding her hand and I kept saying, Wake up, please. I just I just kept I, I just kept saying, Wake up. And I, I like screamed and I cried. I was so angry. I was so upset because <laughs> I was like, we were supposed to go right. to Greenland. We were supposed to right. go to Iceland. What I was like, you coward. Why are you dying? Wow, dude. And so, then and whoa, I was so whoa, sad. Whoa. I was so angry. <laughs> so you waited three days before you did anything. Yeah, and then I called the I called the called nine one one. I didn't know what to do, and they were just like, "Time of death." And I was like, three days. I don't fucking know." Three days ago, and she was like, "Oh, okay." Or the, the the person was like, "Okay," and um, they took her body, and then I was I was like, "Do you have to take the body?" And they're just like, "Yeah, we gotta we gotta gore out the body." The person yeah. was very descriptive. He was like, "We gotta gore out the intestines and stuff like that. We gotta gore out oh the organs." Oh And I was like, "Okay," and then. Uh, like a flip switch to my head, and I was like, "You gonna put embalming fluids in her?" It's like embalming fluids, and I was like, "Whoa!" And I had seen embalming fluids, and I had only known them as the things that looked it tasty. Like if you look at embalming fluids, they look God. tasty, <laughs> and I was, they just look tasty. I was like, "Man, That's... they look tasty." And I was, I was like, "Is she gonna be delicious?" And he was like, "I don't know." And I was like, "That's fair. That's a I weird question." I don't know, and I don't appreciate it. Uh, so wait, so so, I, I mean, I have, I feel like I have to ask this when whoever comes, whether it's the ambulance, the coroner, police, like, is anyone like, because of the crazy age difference and the fact that you had, if they looked into it at all, they'd seen you had just married. Like, is anyone like, what the fuck happened here, man? Uh, like, one, one cop, uh, officer Garrett's officer Garrett's. I remember him, white guy, six, two, great guy, very buff. He asked me, he said, how good? <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, immaculate. Oh my God. <laughs> and he was like, hmm. And he was like, wow. Well, I guess you got a bag out of this and you were married, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm married. And <laughs> this is pretty, this is pretty like uh, chaotic. Um, She had taken my last name. So on the obituary, <laughs> it's my name, my last name. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, yep. Yep. A little bit of a flex. Yeah. Ah, so anybody that knew her, if they're reading it, they have no fucking idea. It's her, basically. They they had her middle name was like her. Oh, uh, yep. Because when okay, it just okay. shifts, sure, so they, sure, they, sure, right. They kind they kind of like knew. I'm at, and then the funeral happens. Holy shit! What a funeral this was. Firstly, that catered by Chick Fil A. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's a plus so far. Okay. And I, I had organized the entire funeral. Guess how much the funeral was? Guess how much? How much do you think the funeral would be? I mean, I couldn't even guess. I have no clue. How what was it? One hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars. I've heard they're expensive. That is extremely expensive. What the fuck happened at this funeral? It was What's... it was it was huge. It was a big big funeral hall. Huge. It was cold outside, dude. It was cold as shit. I think it was like January or something. Oh, cold God, as okay. hell. Still winter, and just big funeral hall. We I see her grandchildren. And this is where it gets absolutely diabolical. And right, I mean, I, this is kind of the part that everyone who's listening, I would imagine, is just like waiting for. Like, what are these motherfuckers <laughs> gonna do? Right. This is where it gets really fun, and this is where the evil in me comes out. This sure, is the fun okay. part. Okay. Okay. Um, 
at the funeral, everybody's curious who I am. They're like, who yeah. are, who is this guy? Because they didn't know she was married to they me. They didn't even Had know. Nine. Nope. So they see me as this fun black guy. And one of her grandchildren starts coming on to me. And, you know, oh. she's just like, she's like, you're very attractive. I'm just like, thank you. Literally, this is going to be really diabolical. I mm. had fucked her in the bathroom of the funeral. Bro. <laughs> what? Why I thought I you that? were saying diabolical in like a metaphorical no, no, me, sense just, or something. You did no, something no. fucked up though, for oh, real. A hundred percent. Let me explain what why I did this. What the fuck is going through your head though? Oh, let me explain why I did this. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I had heard these horrifying stories about the grandchildren. Okay. And I knew who this one was. I knew this one. This oh. is the one that had slapped her. And I was like, I remember this. Oh. This and I because the description. She looked a lot like Margaret. A lot like Okay. Her. Okay. And I was like, you know, I know it's I know it's a sad moment, but if you need anybody or crow to cry on. And after I had slept with her and, and done that, took out the condom, tossed it in the trash, I went up to go speak about Margaret and I said, My wife. <laughs> Bro, this is like the definition of a hate fuck. You redefined hate fuck. <laughs> That is pure, nuts, dude. Yeah, just that might diabolic. be the craziest part of the fucking story. <laughs> it gets worse. So, holy shit. Worse. So after that, the, the I watch the woman I just fucked have a literal panic attack. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. Like, and I'm just like, and I described the last two months of her life because nobody was really there. Not even her friends who where her friends were there in the last mm. two months. And uh, and then they they all just are, I, I told great stories and great things about everybody was just stunned in the silence. And the pastor was like, okay, um, good. And I went to go grab a, a fried chicken sandwich and I took the pickle <laughs> off and I just started biting it and looked at them. And so I just is stood, everyone <laughs> there like, how, what, obviously they're shocked, but, oh. but, but do they, hate you do they think you're lying like what's they happening vilify me. Vil they despise me and the reason they believe me is because her last name is my last name okay so the, so they didn't believe you basically at no, no, the no, first no. thing is disbelief as when i was speaking the first two minutes somebody was like get this fucker off the stage get this piece of shit off the fucking stage i don't want to hear shit he says fuck him and i'm like are you gonna disrespect my wife like that? Who the fuck are you? And I was oh. like, look at the last name on the obituary. Look at the look at the service. Look at look at the pamphlet. Whose last name is that? Whaley. Who the fuck is Whaley? Settles Whaley. That's me. Settles Data Grands Whaley. That's me. Oh my and it's, god. And I, my name dude. my name's in there. It says into superseded by her husband Settles right. Data Grands. That's me in there. Wow. I'm in the I'm in the service, and they're just like fuck. So now everybody's head is absolutely fucking spinning like crazy. Mm -hmm. They don't believe you. Then they hate you for sure. They, yeah, think they, hate me for they the probably truth. think you're up to something totally nefarious that you want her money only and you don't give a fucking shit about her at all. Mm -hmm. Obviously totally untrue, but they don't know anything, right? No. This is where this is where um the hate for me begins. This is how every situation where someone has truly hated me in my life, it has always been this. Okay. They never have full context. Right. Uh, when when um when I used to take copper from houses in Detroit, they were like, "Why are you taking copper from these houses?" That guy was a sex offender, and I took the copper from his house because he's on the registry. Oh, okay. Wow. And that's I would I would do things for right. my benefit mostly, but I would mm -hmm. make sure that there was some at least some small undertone of at least what is in considered goodness. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 
and and then after the funeral, um, we speak to some lawyer guy, and he's explaining the will, all that jazz. All items in perpetuity will be given to Seros Deregrans, Lambent, Belzebub, Kaiser, Whaley, all of them. And they're just like, what the fuck? Who are those people? That's my name. Bye. Hi. Bro, and they're just bro, wait, wait, wait. You have so many names. <laughs> that's my that's my my first name is not just Seros, it's Seros Deregrans. It's my first name. Oh. <laughs> Damn, okay. So, dude, I mean, these people <laughs> must have been just, like, the most... Two things. The most mad and the most confused imaginable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and you don't... But you already are predisposed to thinking, fuck them in the first place. <laughs> because she hates... Margaret, the woman you love who just died, hates them. So you don't give a fuck at all. <laughs> Right. In fact, like, you no, probably no. are getting enjoyment out of it. Oh god, degree. watching watching them turn red was immaculate. Oh Dude, my goodness. I mean, imagining this is like I I very few things would I like pay a lot of money to have video of. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> one of them. This is that's uh, crazy shit, dude. This is a, a t- fucking crazy shit. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. Okay. okay. So after after that, they're just like the the woman I had just you know beat the doonies down of and made her I'm, I I remember she specifically said she looked me dead in the eyes when we were fucking in the bathroom she's like I'm coming and I was like cool sweet I didn't come uh, <laughs> but when she was finished I was like all right we're done here and she got right, up right right she's equal parts I could tell she was aroused and angry by me mm. you ever you ever just have a woman that's just like hey yeah. people wants to it was yeah, that. and then one feeds the other a little bit, and they both increase, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So, this is the fun part. This is where things get really fun. After her death, things get a, a mile a minute. It's fucking nuts. Okay, so let's have it. They immediately say, "We're gonna fucking sue you," and I'm like, mm-hmm. "I don't even need a regular lawyer." Do yeah, it. dude, you're just you're just her husband. You know, no, like, I don't even need it. They, to it. Yeah, they waste seventy five thousand dollars trying to just get a, a case going. Couldn't do it. Cause I was married to her. Couldn't even do it. That's the reason why we got married. Cause she was just going to give me it without the marriage. Right. The marriage kind of fucking solidified it. So it's right. not even valid in the court of law, especially in Ohio. Can't do it. Interesting. And also her mental fitness was obviously not in question. There's nobody that could say she's losing her shit. Cause she wasn't. So like, there's no real way recourse on their part. That's yeah, man. I mean, they were fucked in more ways than it, one. Obviously it was beautiful. They had wasted uh, so much money. It was great. So what was their, what were they trying to claim that you took advantage of her or like, what was mm-hmm. the thing? Yeah. Okay. There, it was like, um, oh my God, it wasn't defamation. It was some crazy fucking, some psychological, something you sue, right. when you sue some fake. Like when you're getting abused at work, it was like mental abuse and some shit, some nonsense. Right. Psychological got all the abuse, psychological. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah some, right, some yeah. bullshit. And I was yeah. like, no, I, I, I loved her. Right. And, yeah. and here, go, here goes the fun part, right? The lawyer that they had paid the money to, mm-hmm. and the case wasn't even substantiated in court. They didn't even get to trial. Oh, they didn't wow. Get okay. There. They didn't even get there. The, the lawyer asked me and said, I got a genuine question for you. And I said, what's up, boss? <laughs> you loved her, right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I had a situation like that once, but I was really in love with the older woman. He was like, really? He was like, yeah, I was like 30 years old. And she was 60. And I can understand where you're coming from. Their, their lawyer their understood lawyer. my plight. Right, right, right. <laughs> and said, there's, there's no lawyer in Ohio that is ever going to take this. And I'm like, oh. He's like, wow. so you can just do what you want. 
after that they had like texted me hate messages sent like literal death threats to me like yeah, legitimately yeah and and this this is where things get fun one day i'm walking uh in downtown ann arbor in michigan mm-hmm. and what they had been following me and uh the grandson like physically had, like, literally physically following you mm-hmm, like in a that's car. terrifying that's terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and the, the I I had not I had like a little bit of like my little afro. I didn't have as much hair as I have now. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, they came up to me and shaved the back of my like, give me a little thing in the middle of my head. And I was like, ah, that's a little bit annoying. That is the most immature like recourse. <laughs> it is. <laughs> like what the and, fuck? And and then I went I I ran to a barber shop and I was like, can I see your clippers? And I just mm-hmm. shaved just the top and gave it. myself the the old man little circle oh thing. i love that dude and then I, <laughs> I was like nah i look fresh as hell and yeah. they were just like we fuck i hate you and they like <laughs> like it was like cold it was like february so they had grabbed mm-hmm. some snow and just like tried to throw it at me and i i like it, it wasn't even a good throw it was a whole thing and they <laughs> fought me in the middle of the fucking streets they fought me like physically fought me and i don't fight fair at all i immediately slapped his nuts like immediately just boom <laughs> slapped his nuts immediately he fell to the ground and i'm known for wearing steel toe boots so i just start like hitting his nuts and the the girl who i had slept with the grand the granddaughter uh, uh. she was there and for some reason you could see like her doing this oh she's into it she's into it. it's fucking crazy she's i'm like the she's the craziest person in this story dude she's a, she's a right? lunatic she's yeah. a lunatic dude yeah. i'm like all yeah. right I'll just wow, and, and then dude. then we then we fuck again. What? How, <laughs> we fucked again. As how did fact, that even the, come to be? Like, how did you would, even get in the scenario? Right? Because because I would I would be at I would be at the house that I now had because I had her house. I had right. Uh, okay. My yeah. House, of course. And she yeah, yeah. she would come over and knock, and it would be like twelve at midnight. And she'd be like, "Hey, um, I know I was trying to sue you and you know ruin your life, but can you please fuck me?" And I was like, what? "Sure." bro this is the most fucked up family <laughs> it's horrible people horrible what people. the fuck i mean margaret was just right these people are terrible you know like Hor- she wasn't blowing smoke up your ass at all these are terrible people and so like we fuck and this goes on for like three months and okay then her husband finds out oh she's and, married okay oh she's she's she's, she's fuck all married she has two kids um oh <laughs> <laughs> dude i love how like the craziest detail will just like slip out of you and i'll be like oh my god and it's just like the most minor shit for you you know is it is because i don't know and then and then like um after after the husband found out they had moved to like wisconsin or some shit i don't even know where they're at i have no idea Mm -hmm. but they moved out of ohio for sure and um after that i'm like i have a lot of money i think i have like oh my god like two hundred thirty seven thousand dollars just in like in liquid assets i'm like okay um And I'm like, I had pulled the money out and donated it to a business. And the business was my business. So okay. I could, I could, I could write that as like a little bit of a tax write right. off kind of thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I did that in order to not get taxed on the money. A little bit of a fun loophole. Um, Cause I, I didn't realize how much I was going to get taxed on the money. I was like, holy shit, I'm in a that higher would, tax bracket. Yeah. I mean, that would have been, the t- you would have got taxed like crazy on that fuck off. it would have been so yeah. much money and it and yeah. oh my god i was like i'm not getting taxed like i'm not doing that yeah. so then and then the whole thing happened i i ended up um i hired a guy from like a place called aoa which was like a, a downtown like um i think it was like downtown ottawa lake 
little Michigan area where they helped me with my finances. It was very nice. Okay. Um, and I paid him five thousand to do all the financial stuff for me, and he helped me out indefinitely. And then I made right. the stupidest decision of my life. Uh -oh. I sold the house. Oh, it was it was it was the house was worth like the house was technically worth like a three hundred and sixty five thousand dollars. I sold it for fifty thousand. Why'd you do that? What because happened? there was a there was a suffering uh old old man who I knew and I loved. Oh. Uh, if you if you listen to a, a another story I told, his name was Rafiki. Rafiki, uh, okay. he's an old dude with a stick. I gave him the house. Oh, well, that's I gave actually that a fucking good reason. Okay, yeah. Mm, wow. I, but he was like, well, you got to say, I got to give you some money. I'm just like, how much do you got? Mm -hmm. And he said, I got $2,000. And mm. I said, okay, give me 50. Right, yeah. And then I gave him the money to give to me. <laughs> <laughs> but you made two grand, right? So you oh, basically I didn't, made... I didn't, I, right. I, he, I, he, I, he keeps I, it. I gave him back the two grand. Essentially. He keeps I didn't his even, two grand. Yeah, I didn't even care. You, you get the pleasure of having done a good deed, knowing mm -hmm. that you did that, and then, and then the house is gone. But you could have made a ton of money on that. I could have. I could have kept the house. I could have still been living I mean, there. You also, actually, that would have been more than the total assets, all everything else combined, right? Yeah. I actually wanted to ask you just real quick. What the you said the funeral was one hundred seventy-two thousand. Was that all her money? Yep. That okay. So that was you spending. Her money to give her the funeral that she wanted. That, that was that was part of her insurance. That money specifically was only used for funeral money. There are certain like like bank accounts and things of that nature that I discovered that can only be used for certain things like school Got funds. Like that, that. So that was a specifically a funeral fund. So that couldn't even have been your money if you wanted it. No. Right? If I pulled it, it out, they would have taken thirty percent off. And oh, oh wow. Okay. So and then you you planned the whole wedding or would somebody else do that shit or what? I planned, not the wedding. I planned the funeral. Oh, sorry, the funeral. Duh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I get weddings and funerals mixed up. What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> uh, but yeah, funeral. Wow, dude. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Shit. Yeah, I, I need Chick-fil-A to cater it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's why I was like, I think he planned it. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. I didn't know 172 grand, so much money for a funeral she, but she I don't... wanted that she wanted right, that right to be okay, fair yeah. she this is gonna sound psychotic she wanted her body to be like stuffed and put in the position where she was looking at people like this that's honestly the coolest that. thing i've ever fucking heard in my life dude that is the coolest <laughs> idea i've ever fucking heard about anything death related that's awesome dude i'm gonna do that fucking <laughs> margaret dude you're inspiring wherever you are in did it so, did it happen? Did you make that like was that even legal? Like is that possible? <laughs> it is possible, but it, it was, was I did something way greater. Um, I had put up her casket, <laughs> and I had dressed her like a Disney princess because. She <laughs> <loved it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she had like a little like little fairy wings. It was it was very interesting. Uh, everybody was like, and I was like, is this her funeral? She can't tell her she can't do this, dude. Exactly. Death. Yeah, she wanted it. What the fuck are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's amazing. I love, I love, again, the details, they're so abundant that you can't help but leave out even the most amazing details. Like, it, it, I had to dig on that one. Because to, to me, they don't seem like spectacular totally. details. Sure, 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 sure. I get that. I do get that, yeah. My life, my life naturally as a Detroit nigga is just so fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it is. That's just how it operates. I'm just, everybody's like, what'd you do today? Oh, I was in Canada and I fought a Canadian French dude uh about a stripper oh yeah that's why I, I did like three days ago so right. <laughs> this is my this life this is your life this is how your yeah. life is yeah okay got you got you so um after after all that sold the house um and i had like 
I, I have been wasting money just giving it to like the the homeless people around the city, just giving it to people. I think I had like hundred and seventeen thousand dollars that I give away all the money, like just to people. Okay. I, I I went I, I had a mad dip. And um at that moment I discovered you should never besides the house, every every other homeless person I gave the money to, which is like ten thousand, twenty thousand, like that, all still homeless. You shouldn't give a big abundant amount of money to somebody that doesn't know how to do with it. So let me ask you: How did you know how to? Like, what happened with you moving? I didn't. Like, oh, so you go on then? Yeah, I was at it. This isn't like me being like I'm better than you. I'm just as bad as him. I was homeless too. This is this isn't me like being I'm better. No, 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 no. no. Sure, all okay. that money's gone. Uh, so you burned through that money immediately. Um, let me explain how this happened. Uh, okay. I got I bought a muscle car. Okay. Uh, horrible on gas. Um. Okay. Bought a muscle car, drove to Las Vegas. I didn't do casino or anything like that. People always assume, like, we went to a casino. Nope. That is where I met the next love of my life. No way. And th- and that's where um I proceeded to get back into selling drugs in Vegas. Met a guy named G. Whole thing. Just has a whole situation there. Yeah. Uh, after four months of being in Vegas, ended up, um, it was, like, getting closer to summertime. Um, I ended up getting, like, uh, everything taken from me. All of it. Because I got raided. Oh, uh, all no. the drugs that I had were gone. Everything, all the money I had was gone because I, I put it in physical money. Oh. And um, the the woman who had, had had me smitten had taken basically all of it. And she left me with 5000 and said, you should be able to deal with this. And I said, fair. I was so wow. happy she took that money. I was, I was so happy. I was like, that's exactly what I expected because she was just a fucking chaotic flare. Wow. And dude. legitimately, I, I, I think it was like, Five years ago, discovered she like had an overdose. <laughs> oh, so she's dead now. <laughs> she's gone. Yeah, I don't even. Oh like, wow. She, she she died in Arizona. Like she's gone. She's gone, gone. And Dude. I was like, I was like, that's karma for real. Anyways, um. <laughs> so you okay? So then, shortly after this, you end up where you know in Las Vegas. Mm. You go through all that. So now you have five. Now you only have five thousand dollars to your mm. name. What the fuck happens? Like where? What happens then? So this is where the story gets really fun. Um, oh, good. My muscle car had been through the ringer in those four months. I had never stopped driving with that muscle car. It was shit. It, it, I ruined mm. the engine everything. I was shit with mm. that car. Mm. Um, Vegas is a desert. Yes, it is. I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize there was a long stretch of desert. Yeah. It's in the middle of no fucking where, just for no good reason besides, you know, uh, it, some it, gangsters wanted it that way. Yeah, that's all they wanted. It's a yeah. bunch of bullshit. And it's just a, it's a gross imitation of monuments throughout the world. The Sphinx, it's, the pyramid is gross. Yeah. The Eiffel Tower is gross. It's like a gross. postmodern hellscape. Yeah. It's limbo. Yeah. 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 So I leave, I leave and I'm like, okay, I have nothing to my name. I take like seven zip bags of weed and I give them to the first person I see. And I'm like, take this. Hopefully this good karma will come back. It's the mm-hmm. first time I've ever put karma into the earth that I wanted okay. to come back to me. I feel, I was okay. like, please take this. And he was like, thanks. You want any money for it? And I was like, what do you have in your pocket right now? He was like, I got three Werther's candies. I was like, they caramel? Yeah. And I was like, give me. I take three Werther's candies, put them in my pocket, and I drive. I just Sweet drive deal. in the desert. And did you know you can't eat money? <laughs> I can't say I've thought about that, to be perfectly be- honest. Because... I knew that and still tried because I was in the desert stuck because my car overheated with no gas. Oh my God, dude. Yes. 
this this is where my life had culminated at this point. At me, at the I was I was nineteen. My birthday was coming up. No, 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 no. I was nineteen. My birthday was coming up. I was like, well, 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 this is gonna suck. Look Anyways. what I've ended up. Look where I've ended up. Yeah, in the middle of the desert right. in a muscle car that doesn't fucking work. <laughs> and the only thing there is to eat are three Werther's candies and money. Yep. And, yep. and I'm just. But you're not homeless now. So what the fuck happened? Well, technically I'm not homeless. Technically I have like a really nice suit and stuff like that. But I sold my house. Right. Yeah, I sold my house. So yeah, and right. I, of course. And yeah. I had moved somewhere, and I had stayed in a shitty motel to save money, but I had wasted and burned through all that money. Right. Okay. Yeah. I was. I was so. I was too used to living in squalor that even even living with Margaret was a bit too much. I don't like having too big of a house. Yeah. Um. After this, um, I'm I'm in the desert for like two days, trying to thumb get somebody to pick me up. I didn't know where I was at. I didn't have a phone. I was just like, well, this is where I die. This is it. Right. I'm gonna right. die. <laughs> right. Right. So, and then as I'm laying there, pissed angry yelling at the world just feeling like my life is worthless <laughs> an old man comes up to me his name is dylan he's like you're gonna die so what happens and he I, drives by in the middle of nowhere or what, what see, how does this he happen see, he sees me he sees me okay. on the road and okay. he sees me just laid out and sprawled right. out and i wake up in his ranch house in the middle of the desert his his, his asian wife i'm out there just and he's like boy you were out there about to die speaking a very southern accent i'm just right. like i'm like if you're gonna kill me just kill me because uh, <laughs> i don't know what's going on and he's just like boy if i would have killed you i would have killed you by now and i'm Fair. like okay yeah and he has me dry farm for him and i just live there for like a month or two no shit I, i'm just staying there and the reason i live there is because this is gonna sound really crazy my life is very sexual his wife wanted to fuck me and the reason uh, being is because he had his dick blown off it was mangled completely just destroyed and how his dick got blown off i didn't know how grenades worked grenades don't explode they just spread out shrapnel or something right. like that yeah, okay yeah, yeah. He, he had he was in the war he jumped on a grenade his dick got blown off oh, and i'm like oh that's the worst fate on the planet that's <laughs> like, no that's... good and he couldn't fuck his wife so he was just like i need you to fuck my wife and we became really good friends through me fucking his wife, really cuck. And do this is the worst think, part. Mm -hmm. Do you think he thought about this when he was like seeing you, taking you home in the first place? Or did this I come think, about? I, I think he knew that I was suffering. He saw my car, realized it was in shambles, um, and realized that I had no, I was destitute. And he knew that he had himself a free sex slave, essentially. So right. that was, that was right. I was like, and I'm like, I have nothing. I have $5,000. I'm just like, sure. Yeah, right, right. I mean, for you, it's like, fuck it, why not? Obviously. I'm like, sure. Yeah. And and, and, and and then, like, I take a brief moment to think about what the fuck is going on in my life. I had just been married to this old lady. I had went to Vegas like an idiot because I wanted to go to Vegas really bad. And, and, every, and, and, and to me, in my eyes, this is just regular. This is right. just normal. I'm like, oh, whatever. Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I stopped getting affected by all this. I just stopped. It became just a big myrrh of everything <laughs> right 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 and and then after like all the time i spent there he was like i want to introduce you to some of my friends do you know what the reservation is <laughs> the reservation where they where, where indigenous people live yeah 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 he would go there and talk the most racist shit to these people like like twice a week and they would love it 
they would. And this is a white dude, right? Yeah, white. Yeah, they they white, oh, like, would he, They would love it. They'd be like, oh, <laughs> it's the mayo maggots. I'm like, wow. all right, look at you, yo, red flea. And it was just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> wow, you vanilla gorilla. And it was just back and forth. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so nice. And they, they taught him how to dry farm. They taught oh, him how to shit. do it. It was so nice. It was, just, I never, I never witnessed this before. Some people relate. Like, it's really interesting. Some people really do relate almost specifically through a jovial exchange of racial epithets. It's very strange. Yeah. It's strange. It's, it was yeah. so interesting. And then yeah. after two months of me staying there, I'm not going to go into super details about that, but okay. that'll be for later. And that's not if I yeah. can come back on, yeah. but definitely come back on after that. Um, I'm homeless again, back in Detroit. I'm oh. not in Toledo anymore. I'm homeless again in Detroit. I drove back. He fixed my car. He drove back. Um, gave me like, uh, I think he gave me like $800 and I had 5,800. I didn't spend any money while I was there and yeah. I'm back homeless. And after that, I go back right back to that bakery and immediately wow. pick up where I left off. Wow, dude. So to wrap <laughs> up then, from the moment you met Margaret to the moment you end up back behind the bagel shop, how long is that span of time? Year. Year. Wow, Simply that year. is like the craziest year in history <laughs> for someone's <laughs> life, you know? That... I, to unpack all that, like, <laughs> I'm going to need to sit down for at least the rest of the day, maybe the rest of the weekend, and just be like, holy shit. That is just fucking, I mean, I can't, all of that is the craziest shit I've ever heard. Do you know what I mean? Like, no part of it is like, yeah, yeah, okay, but get to the next part. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's the the, the, the the wackiest part about this is that people are like, where'd you get this story from? Did you make it up? Mm -hmm. I... I have learned very in immediately. I can't bullshit a story. I yeah. I can add details and make it sound fun. Sure, but yeah. there's so much that happens in my life that just telling what happens is much more than I could ever fathom in my own brain. It's right. it's much more. People always ask me like, "Oh, show me the marriage certificate. Do this. Do that." Right. I don't want to you to get that deep into my life. You don't deserve to be that intimate with my life. Yeah. You don't deserve that. I'm just sharing this because I need to make sure that I remember it for myself. Because the only way I'm going to remember this, the only way I'm going to have this for later is if I document it. Yeah. That's it. I need to document it. I mean, it's interesting. Obviously, I mean, at a, cer a certain way, a certain level, anybody can be lying about anything. But like listening to you talk, it, it, you, are, I never, I, I'll be honest, I never even once really thought that because I know... I've been lied to, obviously, I'm a fucking human adult. And uh, you have a sense of when people are lying, they have a certain way of speaking, they get really kind of vague in certain moments of a story, and then they <laughs> skip over a thing if you ask for details, you didn't do that one time. So the truth is, you either just straight up told me the truest, craziest fucking story in the world, or <laughs> you're a fucking completely crazy person yeah, with this insane ability to make <laughs> shit up on the fly, which is n the least likely thing, you know? So I don't have a part, no part of me thinks that you're lying. So that's, that sounds annoying though. Like it, I would, it is, that would you, be so annoying to experience you, you, that. You, you saw that I posted on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. every day mm. since I posted that story, people have messaged me. Some people send me death threats. They just like they're just like you're horrible for exploiting an old woman, or oh, like really? she, or they're just like I'm happy Margaret's dead because she was using you, and it's, it's oh, that's right. what I get because right. 
and and I don't feel any kind of way about it because when when you've lived the life that I've lived, you begin to realize something about humans mm -hmm. or even life in general. Mm -hmm. The instant you do anything, mm -hmm. you are going to be hated immediately. When I discovered <laughs> that people hate Mr. Beast, yeah, right. I was confused. I was like, why did he just give his money away? Yeah, yeah, but he's exploiting it because billionaires should always give their money away. I'm just like, for one, I don't, I'm not going to hold you. If I had a million dollars, I wouldn't give a dollar away for real. I wouldn't even right. tell people I was a millionaire. But right. it's just to witness that I, I intrinsically in my core understand no matter what you do ever, yeah, you're going to be hated. And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is a very fucking true thing. And I've experienced it to a degree myself. And I know people who are much more sort of out there in the public eye than I am that really experience that to an insane degree. You're just you're just right. That's just true. And, it, and it's so, so, so magnified and made much, much worse by social media because people are just sitting there alone in their fucking mom's basement just being like, fuck this motherfucker for just you know, some you know bullshit. What it, you know what it reason, is? You know, it's, it's anonymity. Yeah, like, totally. That's it. Because they, they, they don't have there's no repercussions for what they do. Nope. Nope. It's, it's, and it's and like, no, none of those people would say any of that shit to your face. None no, of them. not at all. Because it's like the shopping cart fiasco. When when you're presented, the shopping cart is the perfect litmus test. When you're presented mm. with a shopping cart, do you return it or do you just keep it there? Mm. A good person morally should return the shopping yeah, cart, but there's right. no consequence to right. not return it. <laughs> right, right. Ever. Right, right, there's right, never right. a consequence. It's just yeah. somebody just doesn't get a shopping cart. That's it. Just and that's what it's by, like yeah. online. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking A. I mean, that is true. It's terrible. I'm glad it doesn't really affect you, though, because that's it's one of my least favorite things about being alive right now is how not just it doesn't bother me how online everyone is. It bothers me how people treat from an anonymous perch from wherever the fuck with no consequence whatsoever. Say the meanest shit, the, the, the rudest shit just lies to just like it's just crazy, man. And and it's, it's it seems to be if anything, it's getting worse, not better. I I the problem is for me, and I'm sure it's the same t for you, I don't even at all relate to that. Like, I don't know what the appeal of that is. I don't want to go and talk, like, get on The Rock's Instagram and be like, fuck you, you should be giving your money away, you fucking pig. Like, why would I want to do that? I have no it's, interest in doing that. It's bitterness. It's just it is, it's yeah. the, the genuine bitterness of humanity because... Misery loves company. That's such a true statement because we, yeah. the instant you realize somebody has something you don't, you get a small bit of envy. And that's yeah. just genuine human nature. Yeah, it's true. And the, the instant you can learn to unlearn that. Like, yeah. I, I'll, I'll remember, because I, I have right now enough money to live for the rest of my fucking life. Why well, did I choose? Before we go, I wanted to ask you, but yeah, finish up. I wanted to ask you what, how, what you're doing now. But yeah, keep going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But why did I choose to, you know, start TikTok and, and do all this other stuff and e even start like YouTube stuff and edit? Why did I choose to do that? Mm -hmm. The only reason I want to even get notoriety or fame in any aspect mm -hmm. is because I know I have the ability to because some people will get famous and, and they aren't used to hate. They're not mm -hmm. used to that. Mm -hmm. The only reason I want to be any way famous in any capacity is because I know that I'm ready for hate yeah. at all capacities because all my life. I've experienced vitriol for every action I've done. Yeah. Like when I, I mean, started painting really my nails, interesting. all that. That is really interesting because that is one of the things about being in the public eye now. It's just hand in hand with you're going to be fucking absolutely hated by somebody. Even the most beloved people have mm -hmm. 
millions of people who fucking hate them and let it be known every fucking day. Um, but yeah, I wanted to ask you like, what, where are you not physically, where are you, but like, what's up <laughs> with your life now? And, and, and like, what do you do? Like, what's your life now? Well, uh, two things I do. Um, my friend had told me, he said, you couldn't work a real job ever in your life. And I, I was like, okay, bet I'm worth the shittiest job ever. So I got a flex job at Amazon where I choose my hours. That I just, I literally just immediately, I got hired within a day. And he was wow. like, you really want to work in Amazon? I'm like, no, I don't want to work in Amazon. But you said uh -huh. I couldn't. So <laughs> I, did, I, do, I do that. And um, if, if you know the porn star, Emma Magnolia, um, Shit. probably not. Um, I don't think I do. Yeah. You know, Violet Myers. I know who that is. Yes. yes yeah. Yes. yeah. I, I, Violet Myers and Magnolia, they're cool. Kazumi, people of that nature. Um, I kind of just know them as okay. people. And okay. they, um, Emma Magnolia flew me out for a YouTube video not too long ago, like a year ago. Um, she's cool people. Um, I, I, I talk to them, uh, speak to Twitch streamers. I'm in discord most of the day. Um, cool. I'm editing videos for YouTubers. That's cool. like my like main crux. Um, and right now I just do Amazon and every day is sadly an adventure. And I say that <laughs> with a heavy heart. <laughs> well, people are going to hear this shit and watch this shit. It just, their eyes are going to pop out of their fucking head. And when they hear you mention, that you might be willing to come back on the show. They're going to fucking sit up and be like, <laughs> I need another one. Uh, I already can't wait to talk to you again, man. I mean, that was fucking. And when I say this, I'm a hyperbolic person. I tend to use hyperbole just sort of for effect without realizing it. I'm not being hyperbolic right now. You straight up just told me the craziest story I've ever fucking heard in my life. <laughs> and for that, I'm forever grateful. Um, but yeah, man, let's do it again for sure. Um, I, I, I'm really, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your life story and thank you for sharing it, man. Thank you. No problem. Hey, I hope you have a lovely and fantastic day. <laughs> Likewise. I'll talk to you soon, man. Bye.